Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Death Do Us Part Podcast, hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. What up, y'all? Hey. Hey. I'm having a hot flash. Uh-oh. That ain't good. Ugh. Doing all right over there? Yeah. I feel like my sugar's 12, but it's not. What is it? 170. Mm, you're still good. You just say That's how I feel about today. Yeah, it's gross outside, by the oh way. Oh, my God. It got worse after it rained. Yeah, it Ugh. was pretty awful. But we got the little guy's football stuff. We did. Football stuff. We did. Ready for it. Those kids are crazy, too. What do you mean? They're just like, they put their helmets on, and the first thing they do is fucking headbutt each other. Well, yeah, you got to. Guys, it's the same helmet as last year. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's boys. And it's the dads encouraging it. Well, yeah. So. Yeah, you got to. Oh, my God. There was a giant fucking puddle, like, right where we had to stand in line. Everyone jumping in. I looked at him, and I was like, I swear to Christ if you jump in that puddle. (laughs) So then he he tells his his little friend, she's being a Karen. Love it. His little friend loves me, though, so he defended me. What did he say? He was like, stop stop saying that's your mom. Stop saying that's your mom. <laughs> he loves me. Mm. Hmm. Stop being a Karen. It's oh <laughs> the best. Babe, I'm going to fucking punt him one of these oh, days. Oh, that is the best ever. Good Lord. Uh, anything else going on today? No. Yeah, it's been kind of a slow day. I mean, not really, but for you, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It was dragging. Oh, my God. Thank God, at least, you know, there was a baseball game at 2 o'clock. Is that that what Tony Sox played? Yeah, they're in Colorado. Well, yeah, I know that. But, well, they lost. Did they? Yeah. Blew a lead. It's like they fucking forgot how to play. They blew a lead again. Oh, my God. So, what are you going to do? Yep. That wasted most of my day. Oh, but that's good. And then Jack slept. He's, dude, he's staying up all night mm-hmm. and fucking sleeping all day. So. And I don't know how he's doing it because he's 
He's going to bed when we are. Right. We, so is he waking up and not telling us? I don't know. He's been waking me up for work because I can't hear my fucking alarm. So. Yeah, I don't know. But I we don't gotta, know why I can't get my alarm to go louder. And don't say hit the volume button because that's not fucking working. That's what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, I know. I mean, I could set mine too. Well, somebody's got to set theirs because I can't hear mine. Yeah, I'll set it. Yeah, or we got to get just Jacks out quit of Quit my job. I mean, yeah, I know, right? Then I wouldn't have to set an alarm. Mm, just say it. Hopefully, that's coming. Ugh. Hopefully, a coming, Mama. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyways, we got to get Jacks out of that because he's going to be dying during football. And oh yeah, school is starting. Is yeah, he'll, start he'll figure month. it out real fucking quick. Yeah. that he needs to go to bed. So I let him sleep most most of the day, but then I told him I was like, "Dude, you got to get up." Well, yesterday he was in my bed, right? Yeah. yeah. When I got home. Yeah. So the wind kept blowing the door, like the screen door, open, and the dog kept going <laughs> after it. So finally, the dog jumped on Jax to get to the door. Oh. Jax woke up. God damn it, Chance! Oh my god. <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, you got to stay up." Good lord. Yeah, so... I need a nap. Fuck. I had a monster because my medicine, as you know, has been making me, like, Mm -hmm. zombie mode during the day. Yeah. But a monster is too much, so my heart is pounding out of my chest. (laughs) So I think I'm just going to have to deal with a coffee. Meanwhile, I'm drinking a monster and just took a a Vibran. A what? (laughs) Caffeine pill. Oh, my God. I got shit to do. Dude, I'd fucking have a heart Ugh. attack. I And I could literally, I could put my fucking head down and fall asleep right now. But guess what I'm drinking again? <laughs> Am I breathing heavy? Oh, my God, babe. I, I will be breathing heavy pretty soon. No, it's not that much. Well, you are I kind should of after fucking that fucking... Wiener, though. Well, after that double cheeseburger, I'm breathing. Oh oh, double cheeseburger. You're breathing actual cholesterol. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's what you're doing. <laughs> God. I could hear my fat rolls just... Uh, <laughs> that, oh, that's lovely. I, I just spit all over the you microphone. You did. That's why they have the fucking jizz guards. Now we know. Now we know what the jizz guards are oh for. God. No, I got I got shit to do. Really, I want to just go to fucking bed right now. I don't even know what time it is. Yeah, you got to wake up early. It's yeah. like, ooh, it's 8 o'clock. Oh, baby. my dear God, it feels like fucking 2 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry. I am, like, I'm almost embarrassed at, like, how much going back to work is fucking taken out of me. No, it's a lot. You were oh off more than a month. You had brain surgery. I think you're oh you're God. giving a little time to fucking get fucking back in the groove. It's killing me. It, it, like I, I am. I'm embarrassed. At, like how much it? Yeah, I'm sore. I'm tired. You're gonna be, babe. And My one fucking ankle is swollen. Ankle. <laughs> just, just the one. Want me to rub your ankle for you? I'm pretty sure I broke my fucking toe yesterday. It hurts still. Well, well you were on the phone with me when it happened. I know. There ain't nothing you could do about that. So. Yeah, I'm aware. Thank you, Dick. You could fucking wrap it in a bow. Wrap you in a fucking bow. <laughs> so, uh, new Patreons. Oh. 
Sorry. My ph- I thought my phone died, actually. I, can I just say that there's a chair cover sitting on the table? And frickin' fucking frack over here thought I left my pants in here? Yeah, but Jack's... I told him to clean it up in here because he had his fucking guys everywhere, all on the mic stands. Why and stuff. would I take my pants off in the recording room and I just don't know. leave them maybe, on the table? Maybe you got warm, babe. I don't I, know. Really? <laughs> maybe you were trying like, to entice me. Pants? Why are there fucking pants in there? And then I'm like, you guys are fucking idiots. These are not pants. Well, they've got like the lap band. Like no, they. they- Oh, my God. They do. They do. Guys, it's clearly a fucking chair cover. Clearly. No leg holes. No fucking waist. <laughs> it's a chair cover. <laughs> Dumbass. Shut up. So we do. We have Autumn. Autumn. And we have, uh, I apologize, it's either Tamara or Tamara. So, sorry if I fucked it up. We could say both. I'm not great with names. Hey. So... You guys are the tits. You are. And we just, so we uploaded the first five episodes. Yeah. Sorry if we confused everybody. Cause yeah, a lot of people were confused <clears throat> on that. And I apologize, but there were some people yeah, that. We didn't really explain it very well. Yeah. <laughs> we did. I, I didn't know how to explain it. But yeah. a lot of people were saying that the first five were missing. Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck are the first five missing? They never missing? crossed over because I never yeah, converted so them. Yeah, so we finally figured out that they weren't mp3s mm-hmm. so they just weren't there right yeah so they they dropped so it did it started at six so i told jamie you know there's a couple of people that want to hear the first couple even though they sucked well, <laughs> hey the content was fucking no the content great. was awesome but the sound was oh, fucking awful. terrible mm-hmm. um i was like you know if you could upload them again and just so you know like there is no number five Four was a double episode, and we... <laughs> did, did we skip five? We skipped five. <laughs> oh, I'll be honest with you. When I uploaded the first five, I didn't know what fucking number they were. Yeah. Four, I looked to see which ones were Four there. is a double episode, so we were... That was Betty Broderick, right? Yeah. 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 Liar, liar, pants on fire. But yeah, the sound gets better, I think, on like three because I like every episode I kept upping the volume a little bit because I was afraid to touch the soundboard thing. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well. And then I finally figured it out once we got two mics. We're at the kitchen table with one mic sitting too fucking close to each other. But I will say this. If you use earbuds, you could totally hear it. Oh, really? It's crazy. When I put my earbuds in because I couldn't hear episode one. Um, and my speaker on my phone is going out too, so I totally couldn't hear it. I put the earbuds in. Yeah. It was fine. Did we sound, like, did we sound okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. It, Hello. Uh, Welcome to Death Do no, Us Part. No, Did it was, sound like that? No, it was okay. actually, first episode, the introductions are a little rough, but no, it was I okay. Mean, but yeah, if you use earbuds, you can totally hear. I haven't listened to them. So. I find it. I, ju- I, I just listen to one and two. Mark listens to all the episodes like 20 minutes after we're done. I don't like the sound of my own voice. So. Well, I don't either, but. <laughs> Sorry. Guys, I swear to fucking God. I love you, baby. Little Jackie's, little Jackie's got it right. Every time I see her, she's like, you were going to let him go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes, I was. <laughs> 
Mm. Oh my god! You're talking about on the ramp. Yeah. Yeah, you're fucking wheeling me to the airport instead of the fucking expo. And then Jackie's like, did he help you at all? Like, did he put a leg how, down? How can I? And I was like, no, he didn't do dick, but fucking yell at me the whole time. I tried, and then when you, le- when you dropped me off, I tried wheeling myself. Oh, my God, that's the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> I give fucking crippled people all the, the props in the world. I don't know how you roll yourselves. <laughs> well, Two he- minutes, I... You totally don't have blown to. Up. I'm the one who does it. Two that. minutes blown up. People are staring at me like, like, going to ask me, like, dude, are you dying? Like, I was totally blown up. You should have just fell out of the fucking chair. Oh, my and been God. Done with and it. then I made it to the security guy. And I'm like, dude, do you got to check oh me? God. He's like, no, do you have a bag? I was like, no, no, it's just me. Just <laughs> fucking and dying. You called me. Where in the fuck are you? Dude, the parking garage is 17 fucking blocks away, and I am fat and it is hot. Where the fuck do you think I am? Yeah, I know. But we made it. I, sh- I should You didn't want to either. I didn't because I didn't want to be late. I, and I wanted to stay just to piss you off. Uh, it worked. Well, it worked out. <laughs> but now we know for, for C2E2, we got to... It's at a different place, though, too. It's and at also, McCormick Place, which I'm, is even more hectic. Yes, but I'm I'm hoping that security will know where handicapped parking is, as opposed to looking at us going, what? Yeah, true. What? The it's parking's over there. Over there. Yeah. Ma'am, the parking garage is 17 blocks away. I can't imagine that's the only handicapped parking there is. Yeah, the Rosemont CSOs were not all that helpful. Oh, that reminds me. I have to call about your placard tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. I don't know what episode this is. I think 58. Possibly. Yeah. So what you got for us? We are doing uh, The Abduction of Jamie Class. Ooh. Is it Class or Kloss, I wonder? I think it's Jamie Class. Kloss? Kloss sounds elegant. It's with an O. Kloss. Close. I, I, I remember when it happened because you and I were talking about it. And we were convinced that she ran away with a boyfriend. And you know what? I have no recollection of that like conversation at all. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you admit to that when it's stuff like this. But when it's stuff that like I actually did tell you, you didn't tell me that. You didn't. Listen, fucking broken brain. You don't remember half of what happened. Yeah, so, whatever. yeah. But this is a request. Okay. And God damn it, I did... Oh, man. Hang on. I don't remember where I wrote it down. Oh, boy. I th- think it... Oh, fuck. Hang God, on. My eyes started watering all of a sudden. I did... I made a whole list of the requests, and I made a whole list of... I made a list, too. Who... Um, who sent them to me, too. And now... I don't know where I put the list. Well, I could give you my list because it's got about five or six. I'm pretty sure that this was from. Let's see. I think it's from. Why? Babe, I'm going to punch my fucking phone. I'm pretty sure this is from Leah. Not our Leah, obviously. Our Patreon Leah. Okay. But my phone won't. Sorry. Open the message. Hit the mic. We're a fucking hot mess tonight. We are. Yeah, I don't know why it won't let me open the fucking message. Whatever. I, I'm pretty sure it's from Leah. Okay. 
If it's not, I apologize. I will find the list because I don't know where I put it. It's in one of my notebooks. Mm, that's good. <laughs> All 57 of them. Are you talking about the request tonight? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we, we should say who it's from. That's what I wrote down the list of who you suck tonight i did i wrote down all the requests and who they were from but i'm pretty sure this is leah well whoever requested this thank you i'll look there you go i'll look Mm. oh my god all right you ready i'm ready all right so i'm not i'm not comfortable god damn it get comfy i'm like angry i'm pissy right now. <laughs> you are i don't know why i need to put you to bed fuck all right so 13 year old jamie Kloss could hear police sirens screaming by as she laid in the trunk of her abductor's car she was tied at the wrists and ankles <clears throat> excuse me with duct tape with a piece covering her mouth uh oh i can't even remember she's yelling kicking and trying to fight her way out of the ties that would have been awesome (laughs) i'd like to fight my way out of some tits all right i'm gonna start over no no tits no titties all right titties 13 year old jamie Kloss could hear police sirens screaming by as she laid in the trunk of her abductor's car she was tied at the wrists and ankles with duct tape with a piece covering her mouth She's yelling, kicking, and trying to fight her way out of the ties. She's cold and being thrown around the trunk. Jamie starts praying to God. Mm. That went much better. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Suspenseful. Jamie Lynn Kloss was born July 13th, 2005, and was the only child of two parents, James and Denise. They lived in Barron, Wisconsin. And do you want to know what's in Barron, Wisconsin? Not a motherfucking thing. The Genio Turkey Factory. Oh, okay. That's about it. <clears throat> Small town, nothing fucking there. Right. So, James and Denise met at the Genio Turkey Factory where everybody worked. They had worked there for a combined total of approximately 27 years. He was 10 years older than she was. Oh, okay. Uh, the couple married in Las Vegas on June 9th of 2003. James loved the Green Bay Packers <laughs> and was constantly talking about sports especially with his brothers arguing over who was better in their high school days. Denise loved gardening and her bird feeders, and she also taught religious classes at their church, which was St. Peter's Catholic Church in nearby Cameron. Because, again, there's nothing in Barron. Yeah. Uh, Jamie was an eighth grader at Riverview Middle School. She loved jazz dance, volleyball, and frappuccinos. Oh, frappuccinos. Right on, girl. Uh, yes. Snaps. And her dog, Molly. Oh, I love that name. Uh, in early October of 2018, Jamie was getting on the bus to go home from school. 21-year-old Jake Thomas Patterson was driving through Barron on his way home to Gordon, Wisconsin, which was about 70 miles away. It was his second and last day at Saputa. It's <laughs> a funny word, Pooch. Saputa. Uh, cheese factory. Oh, Yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're in Wisconsin, right, so right. You, it's there's got to be a cheese factory somewhere. Uh, this one is in Alameda, Wisconsin. By the way, Mars Cheese Factory, that's... Mars Cheese Factory? Yeah. On 94. 
Oh. Going into Wisconsin, that's the one. Oh, that's the one that you and Lugo went to, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. We may or may not have had a prisoner <clears throat> in the back. And by may, he means they asked what kind of cheese he wanted. So, yeah. So, Jake wasn't great at keeping jobs. Um, Jake wasn't great at fucking anything because he's a twat face. Um, he had worked at a place that makes wooden pallets and had even for a brief time worked at the Genio turkey plant, but had never met the classes. Um, this is just to name a few, but none of these jobs lasted more than a couple days. Ooh. Like, dude, you're still in orientation. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it can't be that hard, what dude. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Sir, you work at a cheese factory. <laughs> it's a cheese factory. Yeah. I would get fired for eating too much, like the oh, I Love Lucy episode. Babe, I, the shit I would bring home and <sighs> stuff into my pockets. One for you, six for oh, me. Oh my God, mm-hmm. we'd be eating fucking cheese for dinner. I'm telling you. So, you know they say it has the same addictive qualities as heroin. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. So, not much is known, really, about his younger days, really. I mean, there's a little bit, but he was, I don't know. So, he was born in 1997 to parents Patrick Patterson and Deborah Meyer. Uh, he had an older sister named Katie and an older brother named Eric. Is it Caddy? <laughs> you get it? Yes, I get it. I made a funny. You did not make a funny, but no, I'll give it to you. You did. You Thanks. did. So, Thank you. So Patrick and Deborah married uh, on December 30th, 1989, but divorced in October of 07, citing their marriage was ir- irretrievably broken. Jesus Christ. Uh, they shared custody, but mom moved a couple towns over. This used to be called a broken home, but I mean, now it's, it's fucking, it's the norm. It's the norm. You know? So growing up, he was kind of the quiet one, but his brother was the troubled child. Uh, He was convicted of fourth degree sexual assault in 2012 Mm. and then had a second degree felony drug charge a year later. And this is the brother? This is the brother, yeah. Damn. He got arrested for manufacturing and distribution and spent eight months in jail. Damn, he's been around the block. Something went wrong in this family's head. Um, Jake, on the other hand, was quiet, but well-liked and had friends. He never really dated or talked about girls. Uh, he liked playing board games. Risk was his favorite. Did you ever play that? No. I was never into board games. No, I'm still fucking not. People no. are like, let's have a game night. No. Mm. The only... Hard pass. The only board game I like and I will play is chess. Why have we never played chess? I don't know. I'm fucking good at it, too. I don't remember if I'm good. We need to break it out. Yeah. And fucking I don't that. think we own one. Well, we need to fucking yeah. purchase one. So he ended up skipping his senior class trip and prom. Um, his senior class had a grand total of 34 people in it. So, yeah, yeah. small. And his yearbook quote, because you know how they get yearbook quotes for your senior year? Yeah. His was, quote, I'm finally done with school. What was yours? Me? Oh, I don't fucking remember. You know what mine was? I can Live free or die. I'm joking. I don't know what the yeah, fuck I'm mine like, was. Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> what the know. fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know if I am. I'm sure the priest would have been like, no. I know. Pick something else. It was probably like I was spanked too many times as an altar boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they wouldn't put that in there either. So, 
He had no ambition or motivation, clearly. The only thing he wanted to do was join the Marine Corps. So he ended up enlisting right after graduating from Northwood High School in Monog, Wisconsin in 2015. Uh, Like I said, there was 34 people in his graduating class. He was then sent to MCRD San Diego for a 13-week boot camp. Uh, After five weeks, he was sent home. (laughs) Wasn't even discharged. Like, not even in long enough to be discharged. Um, Hey, um, I got a case for you. Um, Really? Just remind me when we're done. Okay. It's a good one. Oh, my God. And, but when I say it, you're going to go, oh, my God, here we go. I guarantee that's going to be your reaction. Which means it's going to be stupid. No, it's not. Hmm. It's actually pretty fucking interesting. So he wasn't even discharged because he wasn't in long enough. And his paperwork cited, quote, the character of his service was incongruent with Marine Corps expectations and standards. Hmm. That's their way of saying you suck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, His grandfather said it was a, quote, internal illness issue. Sure. So what does that mean, Grandpa? Mm, Not sure. Not sure. Hmm. Tool bag. So after getting essentially kicked out of the Marines, um, Jake was feeling antsy and lost and just frustrated. He thought he knew what he needed. A girl. Hey, we all do. Yeah, well, not hmm. Up until that day, he would have taken any girl. <clears throat> but hey. after seeing Jamie, he knew he had to have her. He doesn't know why, but she's the one. He doesn't know who she is, who her, what her name is, or who else lives in the house that he has followed the bus home to. Ugly girls need loving, too. She wasn't ugly. Oh. We're talking about a 13-year-old. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. So, Jake had been considering taking a girl for approximately two years and started really making actual plans about a year prior. Yeah. Didn't have any particular person in mind, but was just, he's going to do it. Well, now he found the girl for the plan. Um, Maybe he picked her because she's available and vulnerable, or because she's a kid and not a grown woman, so he knows that uh, he'll be able to handle her, is what he said. So, Jake also knows she's not going to go with him willingly. He's going to have to take her, and it's probably going to be violent. Especially after he immediately decides he will kill anyone in the house who gets in his way. Jeez. Um, He now incorporates Jamie into his plan. And he starts preparing. Within hours, he's at Walmart buying a ski mask. He shaves his head and face to avoid leaving any uh, DNA hair evidence. Stop watching fucking CSI Las Vegas, okay? Yeah. Just stop. Um, we can still get your DNA off your sweat. Yeah, your <laughs> hair doesn't the matter. Mask, you know? Yeah. Um, he steals a set of license plates and puts them on his car, and then he starts making like little minute modifications to his car that can be used as identifiers, but can be easily and quickly removed. So. His brake lights out. Yeah. Yes. It is kind of smart. He also starts researching shotguns. He decides on a silver and black Mossberg 12 gauge, uh, mostly because it would cause the most damage, but it's also the most common um, type of shotgun, so it would be hard to track, harder to track. Which is true. Um, 
<clears throat> Jake wastes absolutely no time. On October 5th, 2018, Jake arrives at 1268 13 1⁄2 Avenue and Highway 8. The lights are on and there seems to be a lot of activity going on, so it scares him off. Yeah. October 7th, same thing. Goes back to the house, too much activity, it goes away. October 15th of 2018, he decides third time is the charm. He's going in, come hell or high water. He arrived at the class home, uh, turned his lights off, and coasted up the driveway. He knew he couldn't leave any witnesses, and he kept telling himself, it's either them or me. He wiped down the shells of the shotgun before loading it. Yeah, right over there? Yeah, my belly is growling. Oh, my God. Um... So Jake is convinced that this is the night he's going to take the girl he fell in love with at the bus stop. She's fucking 13. Uh, The last thing he does to get motivated and amp up his adrenaline is he puts the barrel of the shotgun in his mouth. What? And he vows to himself um, either he's going to kill Jamie's parents or he's going to die trying. Getting a little nutty. Jake is dressed all in black, complete with his black mask, with no hair because he's an idiot. So Jake approached the front door. Molly starts barking, and he starts banging on the door. James comes down the stairs and looked through the window pane with a flashlight and told the person banging on the door, quote, show me your badge. Yeah. Assuming that anybody banging on the door, like the fucking police, is the police. Is the police. <laughs> it's about twelve fifty a.m. when this uh, happens. Yeah. So I would think it was the police. I, too. I would too. And they're banging like the fucking police. So as soon as he yells that, Jake responds with, "Quote, open the fucking door." When James doesn't open the door fast enough, Jake shoots through the window pane. Damn. James is shot in the face and killed instantly. Jake tries to kick the door open, but can't, so he shoots the lock. This part breaks my heart. After hearing the commotion, Denise and Jamie hide in an upstairs bathroom. Denise locks the door, then pulls a drawer open to block the the door, which I wouldn't have fucking thought to do. Yeah. It's genius. That is. So her and Jamie huddle together in the tub, Denise bear-hugging Jamie to protect her. Jake hears voices upstairs, so he assumes that they're up there, but he clears all the other rooms first, and the only one he can't get into is the locked bathroom. Jake starts slamming his shoulder into the door, and at 12.53 a.m., Denise calls 911 from her cell phone. Jake continuously slams the door, uh, takes about 10 to 15 times. The 911 operator answers the call as Jake breaks the door down and enters the bathroom. Jeez. Uh, the 911 call gave me nightmares. It's bad. <clears throat> you can't. You hear you hear screaming. Yeah. You can't hear talk like you can't hear words. It's not audible. No. All you hear is screaming. Yeah. And then one of the, one of the ones that I listened to had the shot, but I don't know if it was like added in or you know. But okay. it's it's scream it's screaming. It's, Ugh. you can hear the door, and then you hear screaming. That That's all Jeez. it is. It, it's it's 40 seconds of absolute fucking terror oh, is what God. it is. Yeah. So, uh, the, like I said, the call lasts about 40 seconds after Denise drops the phone. You can hear a lot of scuffling noises and screams. Denise and Jamie are unable to answer any questions or speak. The dispatcher could hear violence and fear and at least two people yelling before the line goes dead. 
They don't know how the line went dead because Denise seemed to have dropped the phone. But So the dispatcher calls back and gets Denise Kloss's voicemail. This is all she needs. The address appears up on the screen because of enhanced 911 and police are dispatched immediately. The police that she dispatches are standing right next to her. So they heard the call come in. Yeah. The dispatch center is four minutes away from the class home. Okay. <clears throat> so according to the mapping system, it should take them roughly four minutes. Uh, <clears throat> Jake finds Denise and Jamie in the tub. He hands Denise a roll of Gorilla duct tape and tells her to tape Jamie's mouth shut. Denise can't, obviously. No. So he gets pissed off. He puts the gun down, wraps tape all the way around Jamie's head. He then grabs the gun and turns back around to find Denise completely wrapped around Jamie. This is going to make me cry. Um, he did not anticipate this mother putting her entire self between a shotgun and her child. Yeah. She was wrapped arms and legs around Jamie. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, and then this fucking... I don't want to say the word, but this coward, he points the gun at Denise and turns his head. When he feels the barrel hit Denise's head, he pulls the trigger. Oh, what a coward. Fuck you. Look, look at, at what you're doing. Look at yeah. what you're doing. If you're going to kill me, look at me. Look at me. So he shoots her in the head, point blank range. Jamie is screaming and is now covered in her mother's blood. Jake ties up her legs, um, arms and legs, and like a dipshit, immediately forgets he ties her legs and she can't walk. Dipshit. Idiot. <clears throat> so now he has to drag her outside. He slips and almost falls in James's blood on the way out the door. So now Jamie has now seen both of her parents. 12-gauge shotgun to the head. Both of them. Yeah. Uh, he manages to get outside and get Jamie in the trunk. The plan is to take her to his cabin an hour away in Gordon, Wisconsin. If he gets stopped by the police, he plans to shoot it out or shoot himself. He only has three fucking shotgun shells left at this at this point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> As he's going down the hill, he sees flashing blue and red lights coming up the hill. Jamie hears the sirens and holds her breath. Jake, like the good citizen, pulls over for the emergency vehicles and they race right past him, not having to slow down oh, at all. God. Yeah. Uh, Barron County Sheriff's deputies John uh, Fick, James Presley, and Eric Sedani raced to the house on Highway 8. They were in the dispatch center when the call came in. <clears throat> so the call came in at 12.53. They arrived at 12.57. Oh, wow. In they were hauling. four minutes. Yeah, they were hauling. This fucking guy managed to kill two people and kidnap a 13-year-old oh. in four minutes. It's quick, babe. That's Shit in- happens oh, very quickly. <clears throat> so, the quiet of the house when they pulled up was startling, seeing as four minutes ago someone was screaming for their life. They see a couple lights on, but hear nothing. Sedani takes the front door and realizes the door frame is splintered. Uh, all he can see at this point is a rug blocking the front door, so when he moves it a little bit, he realizes um, that it's actually legs blocking oh, the door. Geez. So th- this was James laying in the doorway. Right, right. Um, he sees who he assumes is the homeowner, James Kloss, unrecognizable due to the shotgun blast to the face. Sedani so calls for the other two men, and together they clear the house, yelling Sheriff's Department as loud as they could. They clear the house as they make their way to the upstairs bathroom. 
Uh, they enter the bathroom ready for a fight because they assume he's still in the house because yeah. it's only been four fucking minutes. Right, right. So, but what they all, all that they found was presumably Denise, the other homeowner, obviously, dead in the bathtub with the back of her head and the skull plate next to her. Jeez. He, he literally blew her head yeah. off. So, a shotgun <clears throat> will do that. It's the next thing they realize that's the most disturbing than anything. They see that there's a 13-year-old girl in all of the pictures, and they realize that she's gone. She's mm. nowhere to be found. Jamie's being thrown around in the back of the trunk, screaming and crying and throwing up, all with her mouth taped. Mm. So, poor baby. Um, there's no way anyone would hear her, even if she could. It would just be screaming, and nobody would hear it through the trunk. She inevitably stops screaming and starts praying to God. After what felt like hours, the car stops and the trunk is opened. The first thing Jamie thinks is he's still wearing the clothes he wore when he killed her mother. Jake gets her out of the trunk and drags her into the cabin. She thinks it's warm in there and then thinks how weird it is of the things you think of in the middle of it. So she then says to herself that there's no time to think or pray. She just needs to survive. He yells at Jamie to sit down and be still so he could untie her. She's then ordered into his bedroom where he tells her to strip. He says, quote, take off all your clothes and put them in this bag. She's mortified at this point. She's yeah. 13. She's a baby. She yeah. doesn't know what the fuck's going on. But she doesn't want to make him mad. So she undresses. He says, quote, we don't need to leave any evidence, right? I just need to throw these away. He then gave her a set of his sister's pajamas to put on. Um, Everything is moving so quickly she knows her parents are dead, but she can't process it. Uh, The shotgun was the loudest sound that she had ever heard, and now Jake leaves it propped up against the wall. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co so she sees it constantly Mm -hmm. Um, She quickly realizes that with Jake having killed her parents, he wouldn't hesitate to kill her. I have to pull this to my face. I can't see. She'll do whatever he wants. She wants to survive. Law enforcement asks the community to keep their eyes open at this point. When people commit crimes, they usually tend to change things about themselves. We had to light candles. I couldn't see. I'm 40 now. I'm old. Yes, you are. I can't see shit. 
I couldn't see before. Um, I don't even know where the fuck I was. Oh, okay. So the the sheriff's deputies start talking about how when people commit crimes, they tend to make major changes. Yeah. And you hear this a lot. Like that was the one thing they pushed in Delphi too. And then in Amy Mahalovic. Are they drinking? Did they stop drinking? Did they suddenly quit their job? Did they suddenly change their appearance? Stuff like that. Like pay attention because that's what tends to happen. Yeah. Um, An Amber Alert was immediately issued and multiple searches are organized by law enforcement and volunteers. On October 22nd of 2018, Barron County Sheriff Chris Fitzgerald puts out an urgent call for volunteers for another search. There's only 3,100 people in this town. Mm-hmm. Over 2,000 people showed up oh, for this wow. search. Good for them. And this was the second or third search they did. Good for them. Um, <clears throat> so, side note, a 2006 study from Washington State Office of the Attorney General showed that of the missing children homicide cases studied, the abducted child was dead within three hours of the kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other 88.5% of the cases studied, the child was dead within a day. Yeah. So, I can believe that. yeah, oh, yeah, we've said that a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, the chances of Jamie being alive are slim. Uh, Sheriff Fitzgerald said that they have photos of, quote, two vehicles of interest a red or an orange Dodge Challenger and what looks like a black Ford Edge or a black Audi MDX. Do they look the same? I'm not familiar with cars, too Acura much. MDX, not Audi. I'm not too familiar yeah, with cars. I'd, I'd have to see pictures. Well, we of them. we owned a Ford Edge. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, but the other one, I don't know. <laughs> so the department at this point has received approximately 1,300 tips, and at least a thousand have already been investigated with no mm-hmm. nothing with it. Bodies of water are um, dragged with divers, and local sex offenders were all investigated. The FBI offers a $25,000 reward for any information leading to an arrest, and Jenny O. Turkey Factory matches it, bringing the reward to $50,000. Nice. I like your turkey, Jenny O. That's what we eat. On October 24th, 2018, Jamie's aunt, uh, Jennifer Smith, makes the family's first public plea for Jamie's return. Quote, Jamie, we need you here to fill that hole we have in our heart. Your dog, Molly, is waiting for you. She's sleeping in one of your sweatshirts. Just fucking stab me in the stomach, would you? I mean, come on. It's rough. So on October 27th, 2018, James and Denise were waked at 11 a.m. at St. Peter's Catholic Church in Cameron, followed by the funeral at 1 p.m. There was an undisclosed private ceremony just for the family that was held later. On October 30th, 2018, officers were surveilling the, uh, not Barron House, the Claus House, with motion-activated cameras that they had put in and around the house. Oh, nice. That's fucking genius. Yeah. Because what if he goes back? Yeah. So, suddenly the lights click on and agents are snapped to attention, probably because they've been, you know sword fighting not knowing what the fuck to do so <laughs> they they watch a man in a Butt puffy <laughs> in a puffy jacket and ski cap um i wrote so many questions and i don't know why <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what i was questioning the puffy jacket maybe <laughs> i don't know um 
So this dude was breaking in through a sliding glass door. And they, they watched him do it. But here's the thing. So that was in the back. Yeah. They went through the front and met him in the kitchen. Like fucking Chris Hansen. <laughs> uh, can you take a seat, please? That's pretty much they're like, hey, we're here to take you to jail. Hi, I'm Chris Hansen. Can, can you take a seat? So this fucking creeper, um, he denies any involvement in the kidnapping. But he did take a couple of tank tops and a pair of Jamie's underwear. Because mm-hmm. he said he wanted to see what size she wore. Where is Chris Hansen? Maybe he should be here. He should be. For real. And then he says that he took the items because there's nobody there to miss them. It's her unders. Nobody, nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. I think Chris Hansen should be there. His name is Kyle Janky, by the way. Let me just throw that out there. Janky? Janky. Yeah. Which. So janky. I know. I. Yeah, I'll tell you what I'm talking So, he's actually out on bond for an August burglary. Go yeah. figure. So, despite all of this, the investigators decided he really wasn't a suspect in the kidnapping. Okay. Uh, at this point, the number of tips is now up to 2,000. Oh, jeez. On December 12th of 2018, there's a ceremony uh, for a tree lighting for Tree of Hope in front of Riverview Middle School in memory of... Uh, James and Denise and uh, hoping Jamie will come home. Nice. Stop yawning. Am I am I boring you? No, I can't help it. It's so, almost time for um, my, my meds. The community still at this point was supporting first responders with food and well wishes and just cool. really coming together, which you don't see very often. No, you, know? you don't at all. So December 25th, 2018, Sheriff Chris Fitzgerald is convinced somebody knows something and that person lives in Barron. He believes that Jamie is alive and she's being held captive. He posts on the department's Facebook page, quote, it's been 68 days since Jamie Kloss went missing from her home. She's 13 years old and someone knows something. Maybe you don't want to make that call because you are friends or family with the suspect. Do Jamie a favor this Christmas and call the tip line with your information. Keep believing and never give up hope. Yeah. Poor Fitzgerald. Yeah. You think they probably call him Fitzy. Yeah. Um, Fitz. Now, Jake's having a fucking grand old time with his friends and family at his cabin. Mm. Jamie's under his bed. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where he puts her. How the fuck does that happen? That's where he puts her when he leaves. He puts her under his twin motherfucking bed. And she doesn't yell out or anything? She's terrified. She's terrified. Oh, babe, I don't know if I believe that. And then he turns the music up. So even if she did scream. No, and he, he okay, admits that, to all of that's this. That's something in a movie where you turn up the music. You could still fucking scream. He admits to all of this. And you got to remember, babe, she's she's 13. He He's told her, if you try and do anything, I'll fucking kill you. He's already killed her parents in front of her. Why wouldn't he kill her? Yeah. So he puts her under the twin bed and then surrounds the bed with weighted like um, containers, like mm-hmm. storage containers and stuff. And she's little. She's a little girl. So she would she would fit under there. Uh, no one but Jake obviously knows that she's actually under the bed. This is the routine um, as Jake's dad comes every Saturday to visit and has no idea. Um, Jamie moved to bin one day and Jake went fucking nuts and said, quote, do that again and something bad will happen. 
She's a kid, so it doesn't take much to scare the shit out of her. It's a giant shotgun that blew the back of her mom's fucking head off. I'd be scared, too. So, um, Jake's feeling pretty good. It's been a month and uh, a month and a half, and he figured he was home free after about two weeks. That so does he feed her, or what, <clears throat> what is he doing? Yeah. She didn't eat for the first week. So, I, I mean, for obvious reasons. So... He, uh, he keeps the shotgun out and tells Jamie repeatedly that if the cops come, they won't take us alive. Jamie didn't eat the entire first week. He hit her once with a window cleaner handle for no reason but to make sure that she would be complacent afterwards. Uh, she never quit thinking about escaping. She just wanted to go home. It's been very surreal, she ended up saying. Sorry, I got to flip it around a lot. Uh, they play board games together and watch TV, and sometimes he lets her walk around the yard with him. Stop. Yeah. And she didn't run. There's nobody there. It's it's like a it's it's like a cabin, like a summer cabin, like oh. a lake house. Uh, okay, you're not going to take a chance and run for your life, babe. She's 13. It's a 13-year-old girl. You have to think like, stop thinking like a cop for a minute and think like a child. I'm thinking like a human being. No, you have to think like a child. Okay, sure. She's a child. Okay. Do you think Jax would run? He's nine. Okay. At 13, I think he would try to fight back. I don't know. I don't know. So, they do sleep in the same bed every night, but he doesn't touch her. Uh, despite thinking he's invincible, he feels too guilty and ashamed to even touch her when they're, when they're laying next to each other. So, there's, there's no sex. He doesn't abuse her. Um, so, what's the point of this? He, he feels at this point that he got his girlfriend. I'm, I'm not believing this. What are you not believing? I... She ran off with him. She did not run off with him. She did not. Okay. I thought the same thing, but she, no. Mm-mm. So, um, see, you're making me lose my place. <laughs> Sorry. So, he ends up putting her under his bed almost every day when he goes out to do things. Um, at some point. Stay under my bed and don't you move. There are days that he leaves her for 12 hours with no food, water, or bathroom. And she's just going to stand still under the bed. Babe, she's 13. <laughs> I want to punch you in the fucking face right now. Stop thinking like a cop. Stop. Think like a child who who just watched Mama. Who just watched the back of her mother's fucking head get blown off. And that same gun that shot her mother sits in the hallway so she can see it all day. Great. That she oh, can't try to run and grab. She's fucking crazy. Babe. <laughs> There's so many outs like that you're throwing. Okay, and it, she's she's a 13 year old child. Okay, she's 13. She was taken. Oh my god, I fucking hate you right now. <laughs> like I hate you so much right now. You love me. I don't right now. You're gonna make out with me. No, later. I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking throw that glass at your head. You're gonna let me motorboat you. Oh my god. You should just stop talking. <laughs> Try that. Just saying. All right. I'll let you talk. No, you won't. So, whatever. So, he has met his fantasy. He has a girlfriend. That's what he thinks. That's how he sees it. 
Um, as much as he is elated with this and thinks it's perfect, he knows it's wrong. On January 10th of 2019, Jamie knows she needs to get out. She's had enough. Christmas Day was her breaking point. She's been thinking for weeks and has a plan, and she's not afraid anymore. Jake tells her he's going to be gone for approximately five to six hours, so she decides today is the day. As soon as she hears Jake's Well, car, I would hope so if he's gone for five to six fucking hours. Didn't I tell you not to talk anymore? <laughs> I told you that, right? Okay. Ugh. So she gets out from under the bed and says that she feels like she can breathe for the first time in weeks. She grabs a pair of his shoes, which are obviously too big, puts them on the wrong feet, and goes out the door. <clears throat> There's no way she's going to be able to run, obviously, if she were too big. So, Jean, it's either Jean or Jeannie, I think it's Jean. Jean Nutter is walking her dog like she does every day around 3.30 in Eau Claire Acres. She gets back to her house and sees a girl in her driveway, um, then walking towards her. The girl appears dirty with matted hair and malnourished. She's wearing New Balance shoes that are way too big for her, and she's not wearing a coat, which it's January in Wisconsin. Yeah. She should be wearing a coat. She tells Jeannie, I don't know where I am. I need help. I'm Jamie. And at this point, her face has been everywhere. everywhere. So she knows. Jeannie knows exactly who she is. Um, Jamie then says, he he killed my parents. I just want to go home. Jeannie asks who, and Jamie says, Jake Patterson. Jeannie doesn't know Jake, but she does know that his parents' cabin is two doors down from hers, so she doesn't want to take Jamie home. She takes her by the hand and runs to the closest house, which is Peter and Kristen Kasinkas, I believe. Um, Jeannie bangs on the door and tells them to call 911 that she has Jamie Kloss. Kristen and Peter look like they've seen a ghost. Uh, Peter says it's obviously her, but it looks like she hasn't been able to take care of herself for a little while. So they call 911, and uh, for fear that Jake is going to actually come back, Peter guards the door uh, with a gun. The 911 dispatcher asks three different times if they're sure that it's Jamie, if they've seen a picture of her. You know, obviously they confirm. Yeah. When police arrive, Jamie tells them that she ran away from her abductor. The police know they have to get Jamie to safety before he comes back, and they issue a statewide bulletin. So Jake has now returned home and is dumbfounded to find that Jamie is not under the bed. After a frantic search through the cabin, he goes outside and sees her footprints. His first brilliant idea is to get in his car and drive around the neighborhood to look for her. Mm. Dummy. Uh, As the police are leaving with Jamie, they see a red car pass them. Uh, Jamie says she thinks that could be his car, but she's not positive. So they run the plates and find out that it's registered to somebody with the last name Patterson. So somebody else, another cop, obviously pulls him over. Um, He gets out of the car with no fight and says, quote, I know what this is about, and I did it. Wow. Jake is officially charged with intentional homicide, kidnapping, and armed burglary. During his arraignment, his dad says, quote, Nobody will ever know what went on in his mind. I can't fathom anything in his life that could change him so drastically. It has to be some kind of twist in the mindset. Her Aunt Jennifer then signs uh, legal guardianship papers for Jamie, and she goes to live with them. Jenny O. gives Jamie the $25,000 reward because she rescued herself. Hey. So, And they're actually still fighting with the state, with the FBI, to get the other $25,000. Oh, really? For her. Yeah, the FBI won't give it to her. 
bastards. So uh, Jake starts writing letters to news stations. I wrote spewing bullshit about how he did it on impulse and he doesn't know why and blah, 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 which is crap because he planned the whole fucking thing. Um, He said that he confessed because he didn't want Jamie's family to, quote, worry about a trial and didn't want to hurt Jamie, quote, more for no reason. He draws little hearts around Jamie's name before he sends the letter out. Oh, how sweet. So at this point, she's home. She's in Barron. They don't know what to do. So Elizabeth Smart comes. You know who I'm talking about, right? So she comes and talks, like, has an assembly, essentially, with the town and is like, Best way to get her through, pretend like it didn't happen. Take down the welcome home signs. If you would normally say hi to her walking down the street, say hi to her. If you wouldn't, don't. Go back to the way things were. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. So, oh, I was going to read her statement, but it's it's very long. Um, so on August 6th of 2019, the house that she lived in with her mom and dad where they were murdered was demolished. Good. He ends up going to prison. Mm-hmm. And he makes friends with Chris Watts. Does he really? I swear to God. Because <laughs> Chris Watts got transferred out of Colorado yeah. into Wisconsin. Oh, did he really? Mm-hmm. So the two of them, you know, they, they make friends. And Chris Watts tries to tell him how, how to show him the error of his ways. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Then he gets the fuck beat out of him. So they transfer him to New Mexico. Is that where he is now? Jake is in New Mexico, yeah. Chris Watts is still in Wisconsin. Okay. So, but he's in New Mexico now, rotting for the rest of his life. What was her relationship with her parents like before? Oh, it was, it was a good relationship. And she was a young 13. That's how a lot of people describe her. Okay. So, she lives in, in a podunk fucking town. You know, like... Yeah, but... A lot of kids in podunk towns find shit to do. Yeah, no. They, come there was up with some crazy ideas. There was no connection whatsoever to the two of them prior to him kidnapping her. Okay. Nothing. Okay. So she had a great relationship like, with her parents. I, I don't know if you know if she had a phone, if they ever went through her phone. As I believe she had a phone, but they went through the family computer. They went through her school computer. They went through everything that they could get their hands on. Okay. And there was no connection. I mean, they even went, they looked into the connection of him working at the Jenny O factory yeah. at the same time as her parents and nothing. He okay. says the first time he saw her was at that bus stop and he didn't even know her name until he took her. Really? He says that. Wow. So... But that's when I first heard it, that's the first thing I thought. I'm like, she fucking ran away. Yeah. I mean, because uh, I'm not downplaying her at all, but like, there's just too many outs. Which I under, I get it. I understand what you're saying. But I mean, there's a difference between a young 13 and like a lot of the 13 year olds we know. Yeah. On top of the fact, I mean, she watched her parents die a horrific fucking death and this guy said he's gonna do the same to her yeah that's true i wouldn't move it's true you know yeah she's a kid she's a baby so yeah i knew you were gonna say that too what i was waiting for it what her relationship no i was waiting for the argument that she ran yeah just and i'm still to be honest with you, I'm not a hundred percent convinced. 
Okay, but there's they found nothing. They found no connection. Okay. So explain that. Well, I, I don't know their investigation. I don't know how far along they went into computers and the phones and his phone. Well, I would imagine they went far. Well, I don't know. Do they know how to do that shit? The a lot F- of police. A lot of the FBI police- did it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. You got to not think like a cop. I I try not to. I, I try to think like a human being. I know. Like if I'm in that position. And so. I'm thinking but of I, it. I get it. I'm still a cop, so I'm still. But I'm thinking of it as a, a mother. Like, I can I can understand her not wanting to piss this guy off because she's terrified. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I don't know. I get it. No, you don't. No, I I do. <laughs> I just that that story. It's there's. A lot of outs. So at, I, I would want to talk to her more. I at this point, though, more. I mean, so it was in 2018. Don't you think they would have found something by now if there was something there? They could. I mean, does it mean that they're going to bring it to the I media? Mean, it would be fucking huge if they did, because it's not like they rescued her. So it's not like they have egg on their fucking face. She rescued herself. Yeah, but still, I mean, you're not going to bring everything to the media's attention. I think at that point you fact. would. Well, I don't know. Some departments are media crazy. Some aren't. Well, yeah, I know that, but I don't know. It's a, that, that was an interesting story because I, I don't know how I feel. I don't know. I, like I said, initially I thought she ran away. But after going through everything that I went through and doing all the research that I did, I I don't, I don't think so. And you know more than me. So, I mean. Yeah, I, I, I truly don't think so. I, I think that it was fear that kept her where she was. So. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Fear. What does it stand for? Oh, I have no idea. Hold on. Does it stand for something? Yeah, there's two definitions. One. <clears throat> I didn't know that. Fear means two things that you're going to do. Really? False evidence appearing real. <gasps> What's that from? You're not paying attention. No. It's from a movie. It's also from AA. I feel like I should be playing the Jeopardy song. Hold on. Even the dog got tired of waiting. I can't find it, but it's basically fight or flight. Okay. Fear is fight or flight. It makes sense. The body is preparing to do, is preparing itself to do fight off the danger and run fast and get away. Well, and I feel like it's going to depend on the person, what you're going to do. The person, the situation. Yeah, I guess. But it just, 
not many times are you just gonna sit lay under around a bed. And, right i get it i don't think but, any i don't think an adult would have no there's no way. for sure i don't think an adult would have no but in situations like that the most the most common thing you're gonna do is fight or flight right yeah which i mean she did at the beginning when he initially took her so I don't know. I think this is just going to be one of those that we got to agree to disagree. And I'm not necessarily disagreeing. I'm just, there's just a lot. I know. No, I understand. That I'm I'm not sold on. Right. I get it. You and know. it makes sense. So. And what the FBI says and does, I. I, I know you're not you a big fan. You know how I feel yeah. about them and their investigations. And, but. No, I get it. There's a lot of things that would make you think twice. I get it. Yeah. So. So I'm sorry I ruined your your story time. Mm-hmm. Part. You did. You it was did. still good because it it made me think. Like I'm totally baffled right now. Yeah. So. I don't know. Well, it was good. So that was the story. I mean, if it's real, it's sad as fuck. It, just pretend it's real. It's sad as fuck. It is. So. Yeah. All right. Our next episode is going to be Jones. We're doing Jim Jones. And that will be a Patreon exclusive. Yes, it will. So if you want to hear, if you're not a Patreon, you got to sign up. Three different tiers. Each tier, you Mm -hmm. get all access. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I'm awesome? I don't remember. No. You want to let me play with your butt? No. <laughs> no. So, next one will be a Patreon. What? What's today? Wednesday? Yeah. Shooting for Saturday. Yeah, we can do it Saturday. So, I love how you say that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be sitting around on the couch mm-hmm. doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I am boxing up orders right now, by the way. We're going out tomorrow. I couldn't put them we'll out this morning. Stepping. I couldn't put them out this morning because it was raining. Yeah. So I didn't want him to get all gross. So I'm sorry. I had a fucking night terror last night. Oh my god, was that bad? Yeah, that was a bad one. That's right. I'm used to not sleeping. So. That was a bad one last yeah, night. I know. I haven't. Ugh. The insomnia is like fucking ridiculous. I'm like so. starting to get afraid to sleep. They're getting so bad. No, don't do that. You gotta sleep. One of us has to. Yeah, I gotta call the doctor. Wow. But anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. I wonder if you're uh, confused like me or not confused, but if you have questions. Tell us what like you think. Like I do. Yeah, tell us what, what you guys think. I like hearing hearing your guys' opinions too. So, so we are going to go down the line of requests though. Yeah, and so. please be patient. We... I just got two more today, so my list is up to like and six or seven. We decided we're going to try yes, we to are throw going. a mini episode in every week. Yeah, so the episodes that we couldn't find a lot on, we'll do we, those. we feel bad that it's still a request and right. we can't get it done. So I think once a week we're going to do a full regular episode mm-hmm. and then a but mini. then throw in a mini that might only be 20, 30 minutes. I think the unsolved ones will make good minis because the unsolved ones are very hard to find 
different research on. You can find a lot of stuff, but it's the same stuff. Yeah. So I think unsolved ones are going to be. Yeah. So going to be good ones. We want to hit everyone's requests. You know, you I'm going to get there. I promise. You guys have been great. So we're going to throw those minis out and, you know, they, they might only be 20, 30 minutes, but hey, if you want to hear them, we'll, we're still going to try to put them out. The so. more content, the better. Yep. Yep. So anyways, guys, we will be talking to you later this week and have a great week, by the way. Please, better than mine. (laughs) Yeah. And we will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.